this is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Roots and Wings podcast. I'm glad to be speaking with you today. I hope hope you're doing well. I hope you're feeling well. I hope all is well and in your home and where you are sheltering and and staying in place and as we've been all trying to do that um it feels like things are beginning to loosen up a little bit i know here in our state the governor has has um uh, given us a mandate to stay safe instead of stay home which i think is great and a good idea so uh so i hope you are doing that too so um, we're, I'm staying busy with uh, so many different um, things. The uh, lunch with Mr. Chip has really been fun and continues to be a good thing, and I'm going to be doing that through the month of May, so that's uh, that's been awesome. Um, uh, creating the Patreon page has really been fun, and interacting with uh, patron families there has been a new, uh, a whole new experience for me, but a, a really good one, and uh, I'm really excited to continue with that. Also looking forward into the summer, uh, certainly we're trying to be creative and not look, thinking out of the box to do uh, the kind of things I do, which is most of my work is playing music to large groups of people. So large groups of people are not going to be gathering as much. So we're figuring it out. And um, I know you are too. Everybody is figuring it out. So so I'm, I'm really happy to share this episode with you today. This was an episode that was supposed to air um, back in March, and uh, but just about the time it hit, or well, just about the time it was supposed to air, this pandemic thing started. So we put a we put a hold on this one and just said, let's do some episodes that maybe will be more current and helpful for what's going on around us right now. And we did that, but then it felt like things were getting pretty heavy. <laughs> so I was excited to, to release last week's episode, which I hope we found to be. Um, a break and lighthearted and fun. If you haven't caught that, if we had a, had an interview with uh, Parker and Alexander, aka Spaghetti Eddie, two guys, two songwriters, musicians who do uh, music for kids and families out of Oklahoma, and they released a new CD called All of Us, um, Bible Songs for Everybody. So uh, check it out. It was an hour, It's an, like I say, it's an hour long. We listened, we kind of take a deep dive into some of the songs, which is fun. And uh, get to hear some behind-the-scenes stuff too. So we we've been uh, doing, you know, trying to just be current and be, you know, respond to the situation. And and uh, hopefully we've done that. But this is a really good episode, a really good episode. And I hope uh, and I believe it will be really encouraging for you too uh, today. This is a conversation with my oldest daughter, Megan. And uh, we it was it was really good for us to be together. And she had some really good thoughts to share with us. So I think you'll enjoy this conversation. Thanks a lot for joining us. And uh, just know that I'm praying for you, sending you love and care and wishing you peace and every good. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roots and Wings podcast. I'm glad that you're joining us today. And I say us because I'm also joined by a special guest here in the studio. Megan Osborne is here. 
Good morning, Mixter. Good morning. How are you? Good. On this kind of cloudy, kind of rainy day. Cloudy day. Well, cozy. So are you, are you cozy in there? Yeah, I've good day for coffee. Nutshell studio. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I was um, thinking about something this, and I was, I was, I was sharing this with you a minute ago as we were setting up, but. Um, you know, I just want to encourage parents out there who are in the thick of it, diapers and toddlers, mm -hmm. or maybe in the teenage years, and it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you with this. I, parenting is a challenge, and, and it's I know it's work, you know. Mm -hmm. But as I was preparing today, I was really looking forward to just this time with you. And Aww. it's one of my favorite things, your mom and I, it's one of our favorite things to do is to spend time with our kids, our grown-up children. Mm -hmm. Uh, just as as people, you guys are just so fun to be with, and Aww. it's always and thankfully you, you still seem to want us around. Yeah, so that's a good thing. For but sure. but I just want to encourage parents to say on this end of it, it is so <laughs> it is so cool, and it is such a blessing for us. And then as as these grand grandkids come along, and that you guys, that's a whole nother layer yeah. of uh, of parenting and and. Uh, and I know we have some grandparents that listen to mm. the podcast too, and so grandparents out there, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, the, yeah. this is a, this is good for me, and I appreciate you. I appreciate the opportunities to sit with you, talk with you. I appreciate every time Brittany and I get to do this yeah. to, together too. I love hearing and, um, you guys interacting together. And I'm so thankful for all three of you who are a part of. You know, you guys have been a part of what I'm doing, and mm -hmm. and you and you. You've added to my my work and my, mm. you know, and I, I just I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, you know, that you've been willing. <laughs> all three Aww. of you in your own giftings have been willing to share those with me and to have input and uh, and continue to. I mean, the fact that you're sitting over there in front of that microphone just <laughs> speaks to that. So yeah, so it's a blessing. Oh, man, thanks for encouraging us, though. That's really good. Well, you guys are a blessing. So 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 parents. These mm -hmm. kids, these kids, you know, when the scriptures say, you know, that children are a blessing, this is part of the blessing. Mm. Um, it, it continues to be a blessing. Really? Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In oh, fact, wow. I have a sense that I will never f stop feeling blessed mm. uh, from my kids and, and my grandkids and my, and, you know, Lord willing, my great grandkids, yeah. you know, I think about your you know, your grandmother and your grandmothers and how they have great grandkids. Yeah. And I just, I can't even imagine that layer, you right. know, but, it, yeah. but it's got to be cool. Anyway, we're, huh. I'm getting, I'm starting this with a, um, a kind of a left turn because <laughs> this isn't what we were going to talk about. <laughs> That's good stuff. But um, let's, let's get into what we we're going to talk about. Yeah. As you were sharing with me, Megan, you, you had some thoughts around this idea of, um, of labels or labeling mm -hmm. kids and how kids sort of fall into labels. Can you just, I thought those were good thoughts and I just thought we should share that with the audience. Sure. Well, um, I have a, a three-year-old, almost four-year-old daughter and um, she uh, was born really early. And um, as a result of just being born early in some complications, she had a, a brain bleed and um, we were told, you know, after she had that brain bleed, you know, there was a, a list of things that um, were had once been pretty probable of of her having if she um, survived. But then after that brain bleed, it was like that list went from, oh, maybe to this is probably going to happen, this long mm -hmm. list of things. And uh, 
at the time, I mean, the list was super overwhelming and, and just really hard to process because honestly, I didn't even understand half of the things that were on that list. Um, but you were just, we were so focused at the time of her just making it to the next day that, you know, you kind of were just like one thing at a time. Let's get the breathing thing down, yeah. you know? So yeah. Oxy- she, oxygen seems oxygen, important. Oxygen, that's so important. <laughs> Growing, gaining weight. But uh, she did, you know? Yeah. And uh, then um, she spent 130 days in the in a NICU. And then we got to bring her home. And uh, that's a really good day. We call it homecoming day. And we celebrate it like we do, you know, her birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we got home, you know, and kind of the figuring out having some, she came home with oxygen and a feeding tube and some, you know, just some extra special things and took some time to figure that out. But then after we did and the dust kind of settled and we also had to stay inside pretty much <clears throat> her first year, she really couldn't go out other than for doctor's appointments and things. Um, just to keep her, you know, fragile immune system going. So she was still on oxygen and all. So we stayed in inside pretty much that first year. And uh, Josh worked. And, you know, so I stayed home with Riley. And I'm really super thankful that I could stay home with her. Um, but I'd find myself, you know, with just her and I there at home. And she just, you know, she was looked so good. You know, she had her little mm-hmm. oxygen on and, and feeding tubes and things, but she was gaining weight and she's super cute, you know, and Mm -hmm. she slept a lot and I just hold her and look at her. And I found myself just wondering about that list. You know, that's Mm -hmm. when I started remembering all the things that they said um, she could probably have. The list. um, The list, you know. (laughs) And so I would worry about, you know, when would she get the next diagnosis? You know, she already had so many, but when would she get the next one? And Um, now, so when you say diagnosis, those are like the labels, right? Yeah, or just, I I guess one of the big labels, you know, with having a brain bleed, they had said was cerebral palsy. Right. And uh, I didn't really know, I mean, I maybe had a picture in my mind of what that you know, could look like, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really know much about it. And I also have, I can, uh, I can be a bit of a warrior and be anxious. And so I've learned over the years not to get on the internet and look things up. So I tried really, really hard not to, to do that. But then you're kind of left with like, well, what is that? You know, and you think about that, what could that look like? And Josh, you know, he's a physical therapist and, um, he, you know, all along through Riley's NICU journey, he just had a better understanding of the medical terms and things that uh, people were talking about. Uh, maybe, you know, I'm kind of almost thankful for my naive... Your ignorance. Na- yeah, yeah, because he probably... <laughs> you know all the expression, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> yeah, you for know, real. Uh, it, yeah, I know there was... I knew it really was a happens. big deal or there were critical times, but I probably half the time didn't realize how critical or of a big of a deal it was. So Josh, you know, being a physical therapist, um, he, and, and having even had experience working with um, patients who <clears throat> have had brain bleeds and um, things, you know, he had a um, maybe a better idea of what that list could mean than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he now, uh, now said... did you guys talk about it? I mean, um, did he know, share some things with you or... Or did, did you a ask little questions bit, or maybe of him? I didn't even always, like I said, I didn't even know what to ask, you know, oh, other than sure. I think the big underlying, the only question was, is she going to get it? You know, is she does she have cerebral palsy? Is that going to be her mm. label? And, 
And what other labels could she have? Like, will she be like, um, you know, will she be able to see? We didn't know if she could see at the time, you know, mm-hmm. will she be able to talk? You know, will she be verbal or nonverbal? Will she be, you know, just kind mm-hmm. of the different things. Will she be able to walk? Or yeah. Will like she that. walk different? And how much would she walk? So, so you're, you're sitting with this cute little bundle of joy that yeah. you loved, loved, loved sitting with, and you're, but you're alone with those thoughts. Yeah. And just kind of sitting with those and also sitting wondering. with those kind of those fears. Yeah, definitely those fears. And just wondering what that, I felt like um, there were, there were not a lot of things we noticed, just she was still little and things, but there were just, uh, there were some things, you know, that we, like, you know, she just wasn't, all, she has been in physical therapy and, and occupational therapy, you know, she started in the NICU and uh, she has continued all her days. She has known that, you know, mm-hmm. so um, we weren't unaware that there were, um, she, she was slow to meet milestones and different things. So I guess it wasn't. You were prepared for Yeah, I guess that. it wasn't you know, that you know, I was wondering sure. if she would get something, but when and what would it be and what would that look like for when you our say family? get something. Get something. Get a label, you know. You'll get a label. Because yeah. whatever she had, she already had, right? I mean, right. And I already knew Riley happening. and I already right. um, loved every bit of her. So right. I don't know why. I guess there was just so much fear that uh, came with that official sure. Sure. thing being stamped, that official, those official words being stamped on her. Yeah paperwork or her and just like what that would by some official person yeah what that would look like yep, for us and sure. you know for our family so anyway I would think about that a lot but then mm. Josh said something to me you know he'd come home from work you know just and, and sometimes it can be you know when you're alone with your thoughts like that you know you can go all kinds of places so oftentimes he'd come home from work you know and find me just a hot mess and, and all worked up wondering all these things and so probably after several weeks of this, you know, he came home and said something to me that was just really pivotal in changing how I started thinking and, and, um, uh, about labels. And, um, it gave me a lot of courage then. And then it gave me a lot of courage, even just like, you know, a year later when she did get an official label from an official doctor, you know? And so he said to me, he said, Megan, Someday, sooner or later, Riley will get a label. Um, He just said, it will happen. Mm -hmm. And it will describe the things that have happened to her and um, the challenges she faces and probably some that we don't even know about yet. But that label will will not say who she is or what she will do. Right. And that just took a lot of the fear out for me. You know, a label um, is Mm -hmm. a label and sometimes it's, it's necessary. Like Josh says, it describes... Um, what happened to her? Because something did happen, you know, that makes things different for Riley. You know, she processes things differently. She does things differently because something happened. But it doesn't say who she is, you Mm -hmm. know. It doesn't say all that she will do. And even her doctor, um, just really thankful for him, the one who did give her that label, she was two years old, and he did give her that official diagnosis of cerebral palsy. And, and like I said, when we finally heard those words, it wasn't like we were shocked or we were like, wait, what? You know, we knew that was coming, but it still was a little like, oh. But even he said, you know, don't go looking on the internet. And um, <laughs> and he a, said, a man of ex- some experience. Yeah, um, he said it's a very broad um, term, you know, for those who may not know, cerebral palsy is, is a really general term that basically describes a brain injury that happened in the womb or at birth. Mm-hmm. And um, and it can present, you know, itself in 
just many, many different ways. So there's just even so much uniqueness, even in cerebral palsy. And so for Riley, um, the parts of her brain that control muscle movement and vision and just how she processes things, you know, those were injured when she had that brain bleed. So, Mm -hmm. you know, she has a lot of tightness in her muscles and it's hard for her to walk and um, her right side is affected more than her left. Um, and honestly, we're still learning so much more about it. But anyway, uh, well, I was going to yeah. say that too. It's just like, like I'm, I'm learning every day. <laughs> when you just said, you know, cerebral palsy or CP, CP um, yeah, has you know, it's broad, very, and very broad. We are, we are all our family for sure. We are learning yeah. so much about it, and um, and you know, March is cerebral palsy awareness month. So how cool? Well, that okay, good. <laughs> so all right, good. Yeah. That's good. That's good to know that. Mm-hmm. And I know. Um, and maybe we can, we'll put some links in the show notes to Akron Children's Hospital, to some of the places that we are thankful for mm-hmm. what they do, research and certainly care, therapy, mm-hmm. um, all of that. And so we'll put some links there. Yeah, that's and maybe, cool. And also, um, there's a, I, I subscribe to. Oh, a, yeah, I've a, read his. A newsletter. Yeah, the newsletter. <clears throat> I'll 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 put that link that's out too. So if you if if you're a listener if you're a listener and want to know more, um, that's that would be just yeah. a good good resource. But yeah, we are learning so much about um, you know what that that label and I'm using air quotes what yeah. that, that label means. It's just so broad. It is. And in fact, it's almost so broad it almost doesn't really matter. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I guess that's what I think. That what I'm learning is that I think. Um, sometimes it's, you know, can be so, you know, I feel like as parents, you know, you're kind of always like, whether you are a parent of a child with special needs and they have a a label or a medical, you know, um, a medical need, if they get a label that way, or just, I feel like anybody though can relate because we're all, you know, I've been conversations with my friends and they're like, oh, is my kid that kid? And you know, what is <laughs> that, that kid? Yeah, but like, is that what, whatever their uh-huh. concern is, are they the kid that talks too much? Are they the kid that like interrupts? Are they the kid, you know, and when I used to teach preschool and, you know, they're, they're definitely, you know, you'd be like, oh, they're the so-and-so of the class. You know, we kind of, you know, whether it's a positive or a negative, you know, you just, you kind of tend to, to put labels on, on on kids right. and on people. And sure. sometimes they're, um, there's truth to them. They're not sure. necessarily made up things. Like, you know, for Riley's cerebral palsy, there's truth to that. She has cerebral palsy. That's a true right. statement. And I think there's um, sometimes uh, freedom and even um, courage that sometimes comes from being able to, like, identify a label, you know, because you're just kind of calling it what it is, you know. Or sometimes, you know, there's you know, a kid in a class who, yeah, is the one who um, is always, you know, interrupting or talking or or trying to mm-hmm. kind of take over that teacher's role. Um, Can't and, help him. Yeah, help and himself. you know, you can, <laughs> as the parent, kind of be like, oh man, or or as a teacher, feel like, oh man, this guy. But you know, you look at them, and those are the ones who are going to be world leaders and presidents someday. Mm. And so there's a quality you know, there. Yeah, and so right. you can even mm. label them almost that way, yeah. even at a young age, um, mm. whether they ever become one or not. It's like there's truth to some of those labels. But I guess what Josh said to me, and um, like you were saying, when sometimes those labels, they are so broad. Um, when he said that to me, it's not that Josh never thought about cerebral palsy or thought about Riley would, um, if, if, and when Riley would get a label, he probably thought about it way more than I did, you know, but I just realized that he, cause it, it just seemed like 
he wouldn't worry about that list. I'm like, don't you worry about that? Don't you wonder about that? But I think I realized he did. It's just that he chose not to give it a whole lot of power, you know? And right. I think that's, that's, that's huge, you yeah. know? It really because is. Because we do give, you know, the label, yes. that whatever label has been put on us, you know, we, yeah. and we all have one. Right, we, whether it's, it's true like or not true. You, yeah. you can almost imagine it floating over our heads yeah. and walking around. But you know what? I think that there's so, there's two things. One that you said that it's, are so important. One is about the power of yes. it. You know, the label has no power over us. Right. We give it the power. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I think is really uh, a good point that I want to highlight is one that you, I think you indicated, Josh said, that the label really describes what has happened to you. Yeah. The, the label is really your history. Yeah. But it's not your story. It's, yeah, it's not your story. It's not your future. Right. Because the story is still being written, That's you know? exactly yeah. right. We're living our story. We're living it out. And so our labels are are probably, if you really could see it, they're probably pretty fluid. Yeah. They're part of the story. They're yeah, part of the story. Yeah, but they're not the story, you know? Right. Yeah. And so if, if you're looking above your head and the label is saying something that you don't want to see, yeah. don't, don't say, don't look at that and say, this is who I am. Yes. It's who you, it's, it's who you've been. It's who yeah. you've, it's who, it's what you've experienced. And it's a part yeah. of, it's a part of you, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not all of you. Right. We're, we're, yeah. we're coming into a full, I think as we, as we grow and walk and you and I have shared a little bit about, mm-hmm. you know, um, these kind of deep in, devotion times mm-hmm. of sitting and, yeah. you know, with this a practice of meditating and on the scripture and mm-hmm. just, in a silent place even, you know, just the depth of that. As we move into those places, I think we, not only do we discover who, more about who God is, but we discover more about who we are. Yeah. And I think the two go together. Definitely. So these, this, this whole idea of labels. Yeah. I was, this is why it kind of fires me up. It does. Me too. I really want to speak to, as a way of encouraging each other, you know, which is what you're doing. Yeah. Through your story. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, I think good. it's so important for, you know, I am, I don't carry that cerebral palsy label. You know, that's not one that I have, you know, but. You mean, um, you mean personally? Personally, right, me, you right, know. Right. But um, I feel like it's, it's something that I, this whole idea of labels and um, recognizing them for what they are and even the value that they have in some ways because like you said it's mm-hmm. it's like it describes your uh part of your story and it's it is part of who you are in some sense but to really remember that it's not who you are and mm-hmm. to not give it so much um power it's just right. really something I think a lot about and something that I want to spend a lot of time thinking about and processing because I feel like it's just incredibly um important and even critical as I raise my daughter, you mm-hmm. know, and just get to speak into her life and how she sees herself, you yeah. know. And so I think it almost starts with me, mm-hmm. you know, and how I see even myself, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and who God says I am, you know, and um, want her to, to, to um, I want to be able to speak things speak truth into her like yes cerebral palsy that's true is something that she's going to be um aware of and you know she's already she's almost four and she is very verbal and very smart and observant she doesn't see super well but what she does see 
she like studies and she does not forget. She has this memory that's incredible. And so it is so important to me that what I say, um, I want it to be really good things because <laughs> she you know, remembers. Remember yeah. yeah and it's so easy for me to talk about her, you know, how is she doing? Oh, we're not doing this. And oh, we're not doing that. And oh, we struggle with this. Or, and that's all true. Those are true things. But I think it's super important to, um, you know, I don't know, have this perspective. I just don't want to, it's super easy for me to, um, I would, I hate to say it, but it's so true. It's super easy for me to look at Riley and and my mom's heart as a victim, Mm. you know, because Mm. I want, there's things that are just really hard for her. And I think, you know, all, all moms can relate to that, whether it's a physical challenge that you're your child has or an emotional one, Mm -hmm. you know, whether they have, you know, not all kids wear braces like Riley and have different, you know, but all kids have their challenges and their struggles and all moms want to protect them from that and make life um, easy and and not because, yeah, not because you want to give them a break per se, but you just love them so much, you know, it's a mother's heart. Yes. It's so hard to watch them struggle. And so, um, it's really easy for me to slip into that mindset of a victim mm-hmm. mindset. And, um, but the truth is she's not, mm-hmm. you know, a victim. And I think, you know, if Riley, kind of a, isn't that kind of another label? Yeah. That, that, yeah. that we may choose. Yeah. You know, and I could pl- probably easily, that could be something, you know, whether, you know, she could almost be hearing victim louder than cerebral palsy, you know, and, and I, from and me, should, you know, and I should say too, that there are people who really are victims. Yes. And, and that yes. label is, and it's, it's there, and yes. I'm not. We don't want to take away no. from that, but no, I hear. No. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I just you're, don't want to parent from a place. I guess of a victim mentality. You know, yeah. I want to be that's right victorious and mm-hmm. how you know I think about Riley and how I parent her, and I because I want her to think of herself as victorious, and I guess that's really um, I'm learning is coming from this place of almost in my mind redefining what victory is. You know, I kind of thought, you know, you would, when things are all, you know, you kind of, you think of victory as like if you've won a race. Well, when the race is over, you know, that's where the victory is. It's in the crossing the finish line and you do it well, you know, but I'm kind of learning that the victory, for me, I really think the victory is, there is victory in finishing, of course, but there can be victory in the trying mm-hmm. and in the running mm-hmm. and the going after it. And there's victory in falling down and, and then in getting, getting back, back up. up. Yep. You know, that's where the victory comes. And there's growth that comes from that. And you can't really grow without falling down and getting back up. So um, as much as I really want to protect Riley, uh, and I, I, like I said, I'm working through all this. This is a working through for sure. Because um, Josh is really good at, having you know I don't know if it's his physical therapist perspective or he's really good at kind of catching a bigger picture kind of like you were talking about how like the story is is ongoing so sometimes it's just so easy for me to see the story for what it is right in front of me and to for sure remember what's happened in the past you know that I tend to forget that it's ongoing you know there's more the best is yet to come and um, if I only parent from this place of, oh, this is all we're at, you know, then I'm not going to be preparing her for the, for what's to come. And there's good things to come, you know. And uh, Riley started school this year. It's her first year of preschool. 
and she's, you know, she started when she was three. And when we sat down to talk about her starting school, uh, she couldn't walk very far on her own at all. It was really hard to imagine her being in a classroom, you know, with 17 other kids. And, um, you know, as a preschool teacher, I knew there were going to be things that she was just going to love about school. She loves numbers and letters and learning. And I knew she would love that. And I also just knew there were going to be so many things that would just be really, really hard for her. And maybe out of like a mom's heart, um, just wanting to protect her from like this awareness that she's different, you know? Um, I just knew that would be kind of her beginnings of being in a place where she's like, wow, you know, the world moves a lot faster than I do. And, you know, I do things differently. So I don't know. I just, it was just nerve wracking to just start that process. You Mm -hmm. know, I, I knew it was a process we needed to, but I was really reluctant to start it as soon as we did, you know? And so I, Josh and I would talk all summer long before school started. Oh, should we do it? Should Mm -hmm. we not do it? And we're only talking two days a week, three hours each day, (laughs) only six hours. I mean, it's very tidy, but to us, those six hours were like huge, you know, just huge. So we would debate about it a lot, but, um, you know, that's kind of when we started talking about this whole label conversation and Josh, you know, remembering what Josh said to me, those years ago. And then also he said something this summer that just like, just stopped me in my tracks. But he said, you know, life is just going to be really hard for Riley. It just is. And I really want her to know that it's okay to try and to fail. And I thought, my goodness, fail. Like, that's like what I'm trying to avoid. Now that just sounds terrible. But, you know, I'm starting to learn that, like I was saying, there's victory even in the trying and the failing right. and the getting back up and trying again. Well, we did a whole episode on. Yes, on, I loved that. It was called Risky Business. Yes, Risky. Everybody. I was a good one. inspiring. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, and it, yeah. So if you want to check it out. Check it out. It's, it's uh, really episode good. Episode 76, Risky really good. Business. Wow, good memory. Oh, I, didn't, I looked it up. Oh, I was like, holy Actually, smokes. as you were talking about it, I was like. Like, yeah, that was so it. good. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I'm so mercenary yeah. about this. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow. But today, uh, actually, I dropped Riley off at school, and it's their 100th day of school celebration. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's not Riley's because, you know, she only goes two days a week. But you know what? It's We're celebrating every day she's Absolutely. gone. And uh, they haven't always been good ones or, you know, it's been messy <laughs> and a lot well, of tears. When came, yeah, when you came in, I, I knew it was a school day. I was yeah. like, well, how'd it go? Because it was like, and today was not bad. You yeah, said, you know, so. there's been a lot of tears. So, and so and been, not just from Riley, but from me too. Sure. But, you know, I, mean, I just... Oh, man. I'm celebrating the trying, we for can, sure. I, everyone can relate to yeah. sending your little one into that building yeah. with that, you know, oh, my. Mm-hmm. I'll make that... This is good, and I I hope this has been an encouragement for folks that are listening. I hope people have picked up something here that's been helpful for you, and I sure appreciate it. Um, I think, and if Brittany were here, she would think she would want to she would want us to have a takeaway. Oh, but I think my takeaway from our talk is just that our story is still being written. Yeah. We're still in the midst of it. We're still living yes. it. God is operating. In fact, God is even still creating. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know that when God created it all, when God spoke it all into being, when it all happened and however it happened, he, God didn't just walk away and say, mm-hmm. good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that God created it all 
and he can t- and he's in it all. Yeah. And God is part of it all. Yeah. And and she is part of it all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all I say that to say that there is no there's nothing that God's not a part of. Right. And and continuing to manifest, you know, incarnate and create. It's happening even in this very moment. Yeah. And in the this moment right now is the edge of creation. Yeah. And and there it went. And here yeah. it comes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think to me that that's hopeful. Yes. That yeah. that says that there there are aspects about my life and about your life and about Riley's life and about a listener's life that have not even been created yet, yeah. but they're coming. Coming. And that's mm-hmm. exciting to me. Yeah. So that's my takeaway. That's a great takeaway. Just to add to that would be, you know, just like you were saying how he's, um, it's not like he's, at, yes, he's written the story. He knows the ending, but it's not like he's at the end waiting for you to cross the finish line already. <laughs> yeah, like, like you come can do it. on, yeah, right. you know, that's I right. know the end of the story. Let's go. Mm. I am learning so much that he's mm. in the midst. Yes, he's yeah. written it. Yeah. He knows the end. He's he stands victorious at the end over our stories, but he's also in the midst of the mm-hmm. story with us and he's in the mess. And, right. um, you know, so that's why it's so, our stories are, are incredibly precious and amazing and valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, there's beauty in the mess. I'm yep. learning for sure. There's mm-hmm. joy in, in the challenges because mm-hmm. of who he is and that he's with us. And there's just this light in the darkness always because of him. And mm. um, I think, you know, just, you know, whatever labels that you feel like you've been given, whether they've been put on by yourself or by a, a medical professional or by, you know, some kid back in the junior high, you know, no matter what, um, you are so much more than anything anyone has ever said about you. Your story matters so much and it is really hopeful to think that it's still being written that, you know, there's just, my goodness, that is really hopeful. Yeah. Well, I hope you are inspired out there as you're listening. I hope you've been encouraged today. Thanks, Meg, for yeah. joining us. Thanks for asking. Hey, um, we just want to let you know, if you want to get in touch with us, you can send email to me at chip at chiprichter.com. You can send email to Brittany at Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at chiprichter.com. Also, you can visit our website. It's rootsandwingspodcast.com. We're also on the social uh, places, Instagram and Facebook and things like that. And if you want to know more about Riley's story, Megan and Josh have kept a, um, a Facebook page that is really kind of documented really the whole thing from very really from the very very moment of, of it all starting in fact the page was actually created as by a pl- you <laughs> by me because you were a little bit busy yeah <laughs> actually really like a day or two days after um the girls were born so mm-hmm. that anyway the whole story is there um and so if you want to check it out it's just on facebook it's riley's riley updates I think so. Yeah, very simple. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll put that link out too. Yeah. Riley updates. And there may very well be <laughs> more things coming from this that, that, are, that Megan and Josh are, are working on. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Or, sure. What are you thinking? 
about? I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about the book you're writing. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> so you're writing a book. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, we'll put it out there for sure. Right. I would love to. I just have been learning how those stories are are just so um, important. And I don't have a lot of answers, but I have a lot of stories and I just really want to write those down. So. Well, I think what we'll do is have you back to talk more about your writing. Oh, okay. And about your Better book. Better get cracking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone yeah, for joining us. You. This has been good fun. We mm -hmm. hope you will join us again next week and uh, have a good one. Have a good one.